Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. Tasmania Talks, Vet Corner. Absolute pleasure to have a chat to Dr. Jen Griffiths, owner and vet at Pets Life Veterinary Care. Always busy. Jen, good morning. Good morning, Mike. How are you? I'm well, thank you, and good to talk to you. And today we're talking New Year's Eve celebrations, and I guess the, the anxiety and the, and the nervousness when those fireworks go off for our pets. And we're not just talking dust dogs, it's cats, birds, the lot, isn't it really? Yeah, absolutely. And it's, um, you know, it's a wonderful time of the year for, for humans, absolutely, but sometimes can be incredibly stressful for our pets. So I thought it would be just a good idea just to run through, through some things to look out for and things that we might be able to do to help alleviate some of that anxiety. Yeah, Jen, I mean, so many, many, many pets get stressed out by the loud noises that come along with the fireworks. I mean, what can we do to help make this a better experience for them? So um, probably the biggest thing is just um, certainly recognising some of the clinical signs um, and, you know, we'll run through some of those in a second. But um, if you've got uh, dogs that are particularly nervous and cats as well, make sure that they're inside is number one, probably just to ensure that they are safe in your um, in your house. Because in some situations we've seen where dogs have jumped fences and things and they've got out because they're so scared and so stressed. Um, so you might look at doing things, you know, through the day where you take them out for a big walk and things, tire them out a little bit, just try and go through, um, you know, so they can be a little bit more sleepier in the evening. Um, and you might look to do that, you know, rather than taking them out in the evening when the fireworks are going. So it's, you miss that, that time. Um, trying to um you know sort of look at some distractions for them as well so if they're food oriented you might get them a toy filled with food or stuffed with food um so that might take their mind off it as well so they can just be concentrating on something else you might also have the radio on the tv you might turn that up just a little bit um more than usual just to try and drown out some of the fire that's probably a good idea isn't it yeah turn the telly up loud for them yeah good point Absolutely. Um, some people might be um, familiar with something called a thunder shirt. So it's a uh, sort of a slightly more tighter fitting uh, shirt that can be purchased for dogs. Um, and it, the idea is, is that they feel like they're, they're being hugged. So for some patients, that actually does make them feel more comforted. Um, so we do see some patients that do have them and have had quite good clinical response to that. So people could look at doing that. Um, and I think the biggest thing is it's okay to comfort them and you know make them feel you know give them reassurance because um you know they're genuinely fearful and and you know for us to sort of uh you know reprimand them and things is not really the right thing to do we we need to be able to comfort them and you know and 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 it's okay to do that absolutely what about sometimes there's not only the jacket side of it isn't there something you can put over the ears like a hoodie that you that can yeah, there's there's various things that people have tried, like little earmuffs um, and 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 headphones that you can put on that that can drown out, you know, noise cancelling sort of uh, things. Um, I've seen a few vets that have even done that on their own dogs, and and that has helped considerably. So there are plenty of things out there to try and help, and I guess it depends on the degree of fear and anxiety that your patient and your pet um, displays as to how much you need to be using some of these things. Um, but there are plenty of really really good resources out there, so it's certainly worth looking at those two and and jen is it mainly dogs or as i mentioned before other pets as well look it's absolutely other pets as well i think probably why we focus so much on dogs is that we probably see it more obviously in our dogs where cats are much more quieter about their anxiety so they may just go away and hide um, and they won't necessarily be pacing or panting or doing anything like that 
So I think sometimes we might miss it in some of those other animals. So remembering, you know, those rabbits um, that are outside and things, you might bring your rabbit inside overnight when you know this fireworks going because, you know, they can equally be as scared too. So I think it absolutely is important to recognise that these animals will also be potentially fearful of it. What about uh, thunderstorms and that sort of thing, the anxiety with thunderstorms? And if your pet doesn't want to be held, sometimes they move away from you and, and shake. I mean, what, what, what can you do about that? Yeah, so look, it's um, thunderstorms go hand in hand with fireworks, absolutely. Yeah. So the signs are exactly the same. If they're not wanting to be hugged or, or, or touched and things, that's okay. Leave them be. You don't want to overpower them with that as well because that will be just another added stress for them if they don't want to be messed with. Um, but you might give them a quiet room to go to. They might have a crate that they love to sleep in normally, so you might cover that crate, make it really safe for them. Um, you might look at getting special pheromones that you can buy. Um, you can buy them from vet clinics or some of the um, the animal shops as pet shops and things um, known as uh, sort of a pheromone that you can actually spray um, in their bed and it's a, it's a feel good pheromone for um, there's one for cats one for dogs it's designed to reduce anxiety so that's a great over the counter um, thing that you could look at doing they can also come in a collar version so you can actually put the collar on your dog um, and, and that pheromone can be with them all the time um, so that's you know those sorts of things are really important to be doing. However, if it is still something that is really uh, quite severe response and a very uh, severe reaction, you might want to be looking at talking to your vet or even a behavioural vet, so that actually then we can work in a training program. Some patients do need medication, and that's something to be very aware of. That that you shouldn't be afraid to to consider that because it can be life changing for them for those times. And are there uh, calming treats you can give them as well? I mean, I see a lot of that sort of is advertised. Yeah, there's there's plenty out on the market. Um, I I don't know how well they work alone but if you're using multiple things that's where you're going to get your best results so you can certainly try them um, most of those sorts of things that you see in the pet stores and things are relatively safe in terms of the ingredients are uh, you know you shouldn't really be seeing any side effects but if it does have some calming effect for some patients it's worth trying um, so and then you can look at moving up towards other things like um, you know coming to see your vet and actually getting um, some medical advice there because they may need some more uh, sort of extensive medication that might help them during those times. What about too for, uh, with Chrissy and, and the holidays and the kids and they're at home and you're going to have more people over at your home over the festive season, would that stress out some of the pets? And not, we're not talking just dogs here, that would stress out the lot, wouldn't it? All these strangers? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So some dogs and cats absolutely are okay with it and, and are super outgoing and love people coming to your house but there are many many animals that absolutely are not and that's okay too um, but what you want to do then is set up a situation where if you're having people over for Christmas um, you know festivities and parties and things make sure that your pet does have somewhere to go that they can feel safe and that they can retreat away from all of the um, you know all the craziness that does happen this time of the year um, so they can hide away they can feel safe they're not getting bothered by anyone if they don't want to be patted or touched and things it does mean that they have that that out i guess to be able to just go away and and, and please themselves and that's really important i think for any pet to have that regardless of whether they're you know super sociable or not um and and it, it does create that area for them where they do feel safe so again you're by doing that you are potentially reducing their anxiety levels if they can't get away from that it's really really stressful what about uh, not letting them go outside during these stressful times um because if they want to stay away from you just if they go outside they might 
tend to do something well they wouldn't normally do, like like you say, jump a fence or try and get out or panic. Yeah, absolutely. So I think you probably need to, I guess, gauge on, on how your pet is responding. Um, you know, if, if they're really, really hyper-stressed and, and, you know, it's quite severe, yeah, absolutely, they could try scaling fences. That's when we do see injuries occurring. Um, you know, we see wounds and things occurring because of that because they've, you know, bashed through a fence or scaled it and cut themselves and that sort of thing. Mm. So you might maybe, um, if there's no fireworks going on at that time um, in that sort of situation um, or, you know, you just need to take them outside for a toilet break and you're having a party at the house and things, maybe take them out on a lead so you've got control so that if they did, um, you know, have a little bit of a freak out that you could at least be able mm. to bring them in and, and, and have control of that so you're just not um, running that risk of them running off because that's so stressful for you as a pet owner as well. It's the last thing you want to do is lose them. And make sure they see the vet if they're overly, if nothing seems to be working. Um, so, yeah, we've got all that to look forward to, Chrissy, and New Year's Eve, the rest of it. Jen, lovely to speak with you. Uh, Dr. Jen Griffiths is the owner and vet at Pets Life Veterinary Care, and I look forward to having a chat, Jen, next week. No worries. I'll see you next week. Thanks, Jen. Good to talk to you. Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9.